will like to acknowledge the collective pain that black people in the US and around the world are feeling. We would like to applaud all of your efforts in spreading awareness, donating funds, protesting, and generally recognizing that black lives matter. They always have and they always will. We hope that the global efforts and recognition of this fact does not dwindle beyond this pandemic. We hope that many of our black listeners like us take some time out to rest and find some joy in the midst of this period and pray for healing for all of us. Thank you everyone for tuning in to listen to another episode of Pod Save Africa. Today we share Nyla's story and how she's overcome a truly difficult time to find a bit of hope on the other side. to Pod Save Africa. I have the pleasure of having to serve you, uh, my listeners, over the past couple of weeks by sharing stories of individuals and people of African descent, people that are African, and how this period, COVID-19, um, has affected them over the past couple of, of, of months. Um, it's been difficult, especially for all of our friends, uh, Black in America, Black in Africa, um, given all of what is going on right now. Um, I hope you are all finding healthy ways to cope and healthy ways to feel better, healthy ways to make your voice heard because it absolutely needs to be heard at this time. Um, We at Pate Africa support you um, and are here to help and platform you in any way we possibly can. Um, Today, I have the great pleasure of being here with a good friend, Nyla. Um, We actually were in undergrad together and um, she's going to share her story today about um, what her last couple of months have been like. So, Nyla, do you want to give a real quick introduction? Just, just get right into it. This is your show. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, it's uh, I'm very grateful uh, for the platform. Uh, when you messaged me, I said, "Oh, that was absolutely amazing." Um, I think it's important to. Uh, take a moment and think of the experience of immigrants here, um, the African immigrants, and especially the African immigrants who were students. And so um, I'm really glad that I can, I can share mine. So uh, I'm originally, well, <laughs> originally, I am from Gabon. Um, I went to IIT with you, studied architecture, and um, I graduated uh, last year and moved to New York in um, end of September of 2019. And so um, from then on to um, February, I was, you know, trying to get myself like situated. Um, 
it was very difficult because New York. Uh, mm -hmm. I uh, had a few, a few struggles. Well, a lot of them, and um, at some point, I had to go home, uh, go back home for some time to visit my family and visit my dad was uh, a little uh, sick. And so I actually, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was the, the blessing from the Lord because I, I, I traveled in um, mid-February, um, made a quick stop uh, in Benin, um, and then uh, arrived in, in Gabon. Stayed there until uh, March um, 10. And so it was exactly the period where things like drastically started changing here in the US, especially in New York. Um, and the, the, that whole time, me and I mean, I was like most people, even though I was taking it seriously, I was like, okay, well, there's still this level of detachment. Um, and I remember uh, looking at watching the news in Gabon and seeing how things were changing. I was just like, Ugh. I was making jokes about like, I'm not going back there. Um, I remember particularly that instance when the, um, I saw this article that I, I talked about uh, 40 people who were contaminated in New York. And in my mind, I was already like, I was freaking out, but that's, we're talking about New York State. Uh, when you consider that New York City has like over 9 million people, so I was thinking, oh my God, I'm not doing this, but still kind of, you know, with a level of, um, you know, uh, with, with jokingly and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so finally uh, I arrived, um, I, I, I landed on the 11th and uh, I went to see a friend, um, the last friend that I, that I saw. So it was March 11th. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I got back home and then I went to work on the Thursday. Then I remember that they were already, they were having conversation about working from home. Um, I was still kind of detached. I, I, I already kind of saw the, the changes in the city, but it was still like, you know, if we were to stay home, it would be a two weeks kind of thing or a week. Yeah, two weeks, 14 days and everything. You know, like you just, it was still like, uh, you know, I remember I was supposed to go, oh my God, I was supposed to go on, um, on uh, March 14th, the Saturday, I was to go, supposed to go to Carnegie Hall for Angelique Joe concert um, in celebrating the uh, 60 years of independence of 17 countries, I think 17 countries in Africa. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was really looking forward to that. There were gonna be her, uh, Manu Dubango, rest in peace, um, was gonna be there as well. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't even care about all that because Saturday it's lit. So um, on Thursday, I learned a Thursday after work, I learned that the first case in Gabon is actually a friend of mine. Um, and I spoke with him and he told me that he thought he probably got it at, at the airport in France. And I was like, huh, interesting. I went through that. And then um, the weekend went by and on Monday I went to work again. And I was told that I was gonna work from home because that weekend of the 14th, 15th, things, it was the switch. And so I worked until like Tuesday, the 17th. And from Wednesday, the 18th, I work, I, I, I worked from home. Starting Wednesday evening, I started feeling kind of weird, but I was like, ah, nah. 
and it was on Thursday the 19th that I um midday I just couldn't breathe I literally could not breathe and it's kind of it's very weird um it's a weird feeling because you are breathing and in my case I felt I was I was trying to to get oxygen in in the air and it it didn't feel like it was getting inside it's kind of um you're stuck under water and you're trying to to come out and it it happened like a slap you know and i i i i I freaked out um called 911 as i was calling them in my mind i i remember that you this shit is expensive. <laughs> so ambulances, yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to pay yeah. like two thousand? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. To five thousand dollars. And so I so I remember crying. I was crying and I was I asked the lady, um, please can I speak to a doctor? Because again, um, don't procrastinate, guys. I had put aside like getting a primary doctor in New York. Like I was like, I don't usually get sick. So I didn't know who to talk to. Um, so she gave me a number, called the number, couldn't reach them at first, called a friend, cried, and and literally like freaked out. My roommates were not there and ended up finally talking to a doctor. Um, and uh, I was explaining my symptoms and she told me that, you know, um, it seems it's pretty it's pretty sure to me that you have the virus, but uh, please do not go to any hospital right now. Like you're talking to me, I know, I know in the in my mind that you have the virus, but you are talking to me right now. We are not accepting anyone like with mild symptoms, and you quali- like you qualify as someone with mild symptoms. Do not go to the hospital. We're 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 like. We were overwhelmed, and that was on March 19. And so, in my mind, I'm at that moment. I'm thinking, I am in the United States of America, the country that is supposed to be the <laughs> it's supposed to be the first um, economy in the world, and I am living an experience as if I was like in Gabon. This, this doctor is telling me not to go to the hospital because they cannot help. And I, I suddenly just get so upset, not at her, but at how I, I get upset at everything, especially, you know, the administration, because I'm thinking we shouldn't, I sh- this should not have to happen. And then I, I, and I, and I, I freak out. And so she, you know, she's trying to calm me down. She tells me to, you know, get Tylenol, get a lot of fluid. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I, I do. I stop working. And um, I, uh, I got, I started, I started feeling a little better. The later how, that, how long after this? The same day or? Yeah, like later, later at night. I mean, the breathing moment, um, mm-hmm. the, the back breathing moment lasted for about like an hour um and for 10 15 minutes it was really really bad and then it increased like um it decreases decreased um within an hour but never to the point of like normalcy it was still like breathing just wasn't right yeah the breathing was not normal like like how i'm breathing right now 
and so um on the friday and all the weekend um i started feeling the other symptoms i had really really mild fever um i was extremely tired like extremely i don't even remember how long i slept how much i slept that weekend i slept so much um my my um throat was very dry you know the the usual but it was really interesting how those symptoms were not at the same intensity as you know as that's a lot yeah yeah so yeah so that's kind of like my <laughs> what 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 happened and how i got kind of how i got i got sick and so how long yeah. did it take for you to start feeling better um overall it was about a month um i did not i think i that one of the a reason why he probably probably took that long is because i didn't have a, i didn't take a break uh i would take about maybe a day two day uh two two days off but i wanted to keep to keep working okay. um and uh so i wanted to keep working uh as a because i'm paid hourly so i i needed to pay for to pay rent right i just got back from a trip i did not plan on being sick <laughs> so i did not plan on catching the corona so i had to i had to worry about that and i and i thought you know i can't tell my landlord that i you know i i can't i can't risk i can't not work for two weeks i can't not do that so um i um i at some point i still managed to put like about eight nine hours of work sometimes and it made me it was horrible um and uh Did the folks so, at work know you were sick yeah wow yeah and it's i i guess it's it's a commentary of you know capitalism in america right so um I, I i tried my best and uh i had during that period i had like it was it was mild manageable but um i was still very very tired but i had four time four instances where my breathing was really bad um and uh i remember it happened two two times uh well twice uh in the middle of the night and i had i, I was on the phone with a, a friend of mine in gabon and i i was I, w- I asked her to stay on the phone with me. Okay. And I told her take my take my roommate's number if we're not I'm not talking like mm-hmm. like if I'm not talking in you know in like 4 or 5 hours you're checking on me and I'm not responding please tell my roommate to bust my you know bust through my door. Right. Um and it's sad because I did not want to to scare my family back home. Yeah. Because they they the moment I told them that hey like at that point I, I had spoken to three different doctors and they they told me although I even though I couldn't access a test because that that was also the thing I never got um never, never was What did what did you say? No, no, I was agreeing with you. You never got tested. You were not Yeah, I never got to to get tested. It never uh I I I couldn't um so i they did they confirmed to me that it was from the way it was from the symptoms that i had they just say you know just we we know it's that and so when i told my my family back home they were freaking out they were calling and so i really tried to not 
show them exactly how I was feeling, the fears that I had, because I, I, I'm, I tell, I'm telling you, I can, I really, there are times where I thought that's it. This is, this is, I'm not going to make it because it was, I, I had never experienced this breathing thing like before, ever. And so what I know it's probably, it's, probably not the best thing to do to just like have your friend but I don't know I didn't know what to do and I was I was alone well my roommates were understanding but you know I'm alone and that's such a stark contrast from what I was experiencing just like two weeks prior to that when I was in Gabon with my grandma with my dad with like all my family right so um yeah I um a month in and then after that you know I I thought okay I made it and I, I fell into a very, a very tough, uh, depressive state. Um, so, yeah. What, like, was that part of just like lacking energy for a long time experience, or was that different? Was that entirely different life circumstances? Um, I think it started out. It started out. Um, when I was sick and I realized that I I don't have I cannot have afford not to work yeah. and that made me very sad because yes I have like good like healthcare and stuff but I could not use my healthcare then like I could not go to the doctor yeah. and even if I like for me going to a hospital was committing murder because me going there like was taking the chance of people who needed it more than me because at, at that point in New York they were deciding who to take care of based on the propensity of them surviving so I would go there, somebody, a nurse, any, anybody who would like be talking to me would be dedicated, would be taking less time taking care of someone dying. And so um, that was really, that was in my mind and, and I'm thinking, wow, so I can't go to the hospital, so I can't use my healthcare, I can't not work because I don't have enough savings or I guess I didn't feel like I had enough um, support from uh, the place I'm working at and, and, and then maybe I should have, you know, I should have said something, but again, it's kind of, you don't, you don't, you know, don't know what to do and, you, and, and, and I don't think you should have to know what to do. I, I think that the system should be laid, should be designed so you are you know that you are like your life your 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 health your health care like your your well-being is a priority right and so i had all these thoughts and then when i started feeling better i had this kind of ritual that was it was bad i was i was going on the john hopkins um Oh. apps every day checking the checking the numbers and just seeing how um 
it was getting worse and worse in New York. Um, I live in Brooklyn Heights, so I heard um, sirens all the time, all the time. Um, and and, and I'm, I was thinking, wow, there are people dying, like literally there are people dying around me. And I did not, like I, 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 I made it out, but I have no, I have no energy to do anything. And I started kind of being so upset at myself that, you know, I should be, I should, you know, I should, I should do this for the people who were, were struggling and I, I should be able to get back to life and, and do the work and be motivated. And, but I had no motivation. And so I was kind of, you know, getting deeper and deeper in this hole, like just feeling so upset and, um, it was hard and and then you i'm going through that and i still have to you know do some work and and I'm, i know i'm not being productive i'm no i, I and the internet is slow because everybody's on their computers oh, yeah. and, and i'm feeling okay these people hate me it was it, it was just it was so hard it was really really hard um and then um after that about 10 days, a couple weeks, within that, 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 you know, 10 days, a couple weeks period after I was, uh, I, I was kind of, I felt the last days, the last like symptoms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, okay, I need to do something to, I cannot, I, I'm seeing myself like falling in a really, really bad space. So I must do something. So I, I got like a Zoom, um, I got the Zoom set up. I reached out to all my close, my closest girlfriends. Um, most of them are in France, in Gabon. I put like a flyer together and I say, okay, girls, like we're gonna have like a brunch Zoom party. We need, we need to have this, huh? So that's that's quite. Yeah, I was like, okay, I I'm committed to this. I I've made the flyer. I, I, I set up the, the, the Zoom IDs and stuff like that. I told them to, to show up, you need to be, you know, you need to have all your face like beat, like your makeup good, you need to have great clothes. Like this is this is a party. Um, I did the, the first edition, um, about 16 of my friends showed up um, from, you know, all these different time zones. We stayed up for about six hours. We were talking about a bunch of things. Uh, one thing that sh- that that touched me a lot is most of them, well, all of them um, spoke French, mm-hmm. um, and then there's one who didn't, you know, you, you know, Zim Zimchev was the only friend who did, doesn't speak French who was there, and she she stayed the whole time. So we were doing a lot of Franklish, and so she was, you know, she was still there. Like that, that really, that was that helped. After that, um, because it was so successful, the friends are like, yo, like we need to do, we need to do another thing. Because again, my friends don't, it's not like a friend group. They're all, they don't really know each other like that. So the, seeing that they liked each other, like it was, you know, it, it was kind of starting this kind of sisterhood. I did another edition. Um, I remember that was uh, the Saturday, May 2nd. Mm-hmm. And it went, so well it went well it was great we danced on like some songs from back home it was really cool and i I was thinking wow i'm seeing the light this is this is good i'm getting there 
And um, what was happening was at that point, one of my grandfathers, um, he, uh, he had been sick for almost a month now. He had been at the hospital for three weeks. He, um, my, yes, he's my, uh, my mom, uncle, and he was living in Minnesota with my family, um, my family there, my other, my aunts and my uncles there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during that course, like the, those three weeks, it went, it had been admitted in the ICU, um, a couple times but we were told that he was doing better and uh we knew we all like assumed that he was good like that other day on the morning he was even uh he was joking around um one of my aunts brought him like um the lottery like those those scratch on games that you and uh, he was out of the icu um and then later that day it got really bad to the point where um, on Saturday, on Sunday morning, so I'm waking up from this, you know, the, the festivities and I'm thinking, yes, this is good. Uh, ready to start on the journey, new journey of, of joy. And I, I receive a call from my cousins and they're like, um, Lolo, get ready. Uh, get ready because it's looking really bad for grandpa. And um, and then I received a call, a FaceTime call, and um, I had a lot, like my family members, my aunts, um, my cousins, so the, the direct children of my grandpa, we were all on the FaceTime t- telling, you know, saying goodbye to him. He was, he was there on the screen. My cousin was, my cousin and my uncle were were there at the at, in the room and they're the one who, who called and my cousin was in, on on the, the the call with us my uncle was calling all these other cousins like you know just calling people to, to say goodbye and um that was that was that was hard that was really hard um to see him like that, to, to to be part, to be living such an experience, it, it 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 was it was absolutely horrific. Um, even though you feel in some gratitude that you get to say goodbye, but the way it's set up, it's just yeah, you don't understand. You 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 don't understand why that's happening, and it, it was crazy because I I. At that moment, I was like, I was fighting not to, you know, tears. I, I was trying to really stay strong for my other, my, my, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. I remembered listening to the daily, like da- the daily episodes that was talking about the very same thing happening in Italy and thinking, wow, this must be rough. And here I was going through the same thing. So um, we say goodbye, and we actually were to we we were gonna have another call where I I, I can I 
I skipped, I slept through that. It was just, it was really hard because I knew that that second call was the call, was the call. And um, it actually, so it happened when I, I, I and I, I didn't, I didn't join. Um, so it was just these direct kids, um, direct grandchildren. And they were singing, praying, and it's during the call that it's like around that that he finally um, he passed. Um, so that just it 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 it, it sunk me. <laughs> I felt I felt bad. I felt upset at myself for having the fun I had the night before I you know it was it was hard um right after you know right after that happened we had a whole like a family-wide like um zoom meeting we we were everybody from you know the, the states Canada Cameroon Gabon France um, Belgium, we all kind of, we all hopped in, in the call and we, you know, we mourned together, cried, some of us shared testimony and I guess the good thing about that was we got to all connect um, and yeah, and so it's already, it was at that moment I, I was strongly considering leaving New York like but I was I thought no I don't I don't want to expose anyone and I don't want to go stay with my mom like and, and get her sick so yeah and uh it was about uh, what a week within a week so that that happened on Sunday on Sunday um within I would say five six days after that that the decision was made to that I, I decided to go to um to go stay with my mom come here uh, in Maine for some time um and then <clears throat> that was good that 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 was the right decision I've been here for four weeks now um one week in so about two weeks after the first uh, passing I learned of the passing of another grandpa another uncle of my mom uh, that I was really close, close with, close to, but this time it was in Gabon, and we had spoken to him with with him three days prior, um, and yeah, that was that was like another slap. It was tough, and that this time we didn't have the whole Zoom setting. Things had to be kind of expedited, and like it was treated differently because it was it's back home, um, yeah. um, and yeah. It, I felt gra grateful that I was here and then I hadn't stayed in New York because I don't know why, how I would have been. And um, so, yeah, so the, that, that happened. Um, I, I, got, I took time off uh, work. Um, it's been, this is my third week of not working. Um, my, uh, you know, my, 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 performance had already been affected so like too much and I just I couldn't I needed time to you know to just kind of calm down and rest and 
and I, I've had I have had that. I I did I I I tried to do things that were kind of bringing me a little bit of joy, like kind of keep keeping me keeping keeping me like sane. So I've been I I started cooking a lot. Well, I had been cooking for the longest, but I I cooked. I decided to cook cook for like my mom, uh, and I was like plating my food, taking photos, finding joy in that like buying things that really nice foods like making like baking and i started doing like illustrations um kind of you know just doing the things that i had put on the side and that just that i just liked um so today um i am in a better space in terms of my um I mean, I, I'm hurting, you're hurting, given the times that we're, you know, what we're going through right now. But I have a higher level of hope um, and a higher level of optimism um, that I had like a month ago or like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. So, um, but yeah. I, I try to cover, I try to cover everything and end with a, a, a touch of positivity because I know it's, and I, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't like to, to share sad stuff, but it's, it's reality of, of things. And um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nyla. It's, I personally knew your story, you know, listeners, I knew all of this, Nyla being my friend, having discussed with her before this, um, and, Honestly, it's still it's still um, quite quite a lot, you know. I'm I'm sorry for the losses of your grandparents. Um, I hope your family finds reprieve. Um, I'm glad you're finding great ways to find joy, um, both in hobbies and in, in your community. Um, I'd like for all of us to, to to even think carefully about how we keep our spaces. Uh, both mentally and physically, as safe for ourselves as possible, um, even in these times, because it's been it's been a tough year. Like 2020 has been kicking our butts, and um, it's it's been one of those things where, you know, you, you you'd like to hope that this, you know, this time next year we're looking at how much better things are and how positively things turned out for, but. Um, it has been tough. We can't take that away. And Nyla, I really appreciate you for coming on and sharing your story. It can't have been easy. Um, um, I appreciate it. To You have no idea how important I think this is. Um, and listeners, thank you for listening. Um, Nyla, how about you stay on the call for a little bit? Do you want to sign off? Do you want to say any final words to our listeners? Oh, um, I, I... I want to say that let's not forget how resilient we are. So I know um, most of the people listening, they're um, African of the diaspora. Uh, I want you to take time to reflect on what you've accomplished. Um, Not the material, physical, tangible, palpable things, just you as a person, your growth and what you've overcome, I want you to take time and look at that and 
and feel thankful for yourself feel um you know grateful uh, for yourself and 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 remember that you have the tools to overcome even more and i i did the i i gave that advice to a friend of mine we were telling each other every time we were talking about how shitty everything was i told her you know what this is something when we felt very very sad um i'm going to text you 10 things i'm grateful for you're going to text me thing, oh. 10 things you're grateful for any just randomly just do that we obviously didn't do it because <laughs> because it's like we forget but like we were just thinking in the mind but i really i really i want to believe this will be like this this will be a powerful tool so i tell you i'll tell you guys and gals um whenever you feel really low find a friend anyone in your community and just text them and things you're grateful for and that 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 a prep that that um exercise will be so much more powerful than you know than you can um imagine so yeah that's my final excellent excellent thank you so much Nyla um, stay on the call for a few other minutes Mm-hmm. Listeners, um, Nyla, do you want to share your social medias? You're working on a lot of exciting stuff. I think they should know about that. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm uh, at Buengidi, uh, B O U E N as North, G as George, U I D as Dense, I Buengidi. Um, I'm a, I, like I said earlier, I'm an architecture and designer. Uh, and um one thing that i have taken upon myself to do is um really dedicating dedicating time um to work towards um creating a more uh inviting a more fair more just environment for black people in the field of architecture and design mm-hmm. and um i have been doing a lot of a lot of work with a lot of my friends including Akin um uh to s- develop strategies and actionable items um to implement in the field and so a lot of things is being worked out and I would love to have conversations about that for anyone who's interested I don't want to give too many too many details because this is not about that but yeah I'll please feel free to reach out and if you want to just you know If you want to send me 10 things you're grateful for, just DM me 10 things. We don't even need to talk. I want to see the things that bring you that bring you joy. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll have her a link to her Instagram in the show notes so you can DM her. DM her. Um, thank you so much, Nyla, and thank you listeners for listening in again. If you've enjoyed Naya's story, please make sure to check out the other episodes in our ongoing series, as well as other episodes in our podcast catalog. Also, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye.